millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the Smackdown preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Hamflet from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night Smackdown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review Smackdown, but also Monday Night Raw, NXT 2.0, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bigger quiz, of course, on wrestle culture, as I said, though, joined by Hamlet to look ahead to SmackDown tonight. You missed this for a while, haven't you? I have. I missed last week's specifically. It took me a few days to catch up on SmackDown. I was attending a football match at Wembley Stadium, England's home of football, a place where Newcastle United have never played, apart from when it was the default home of Spurs, the new team <laughs> of Mr. Five Lawton, when it was their home ground for a season. But we know yeah. that doesn't really count. You have to like earn your place there through yeah. achieving status in a, a cup final or a playoff final. Or some sort of, we've been there loads. We've been there. I'm, I'm sick of the trip, quite frankly. I, I was Chesterfield been there. I, I was very literally sick of the trip by yes, last Sunday morning when we actually <laughs> won there. So it took me a few days to catch up on SmackDown, uh, and that might be why I'm feeling in such a generous mood about it. Uh, I think between the two of us, I've been the low guy yeah. on all of it, apart from. <laughs> The human dog. So to see so much feeling like it was, I don't know, uh, had a bit of energy, like it was coming off, like the, the like fair play, like the big main event. I'm like I'm the I'm happy to be a vocal critic on what I think is them completely stealing a living when it comes to the bloodline. Mm-hmm. But they didn't last week. Like the promo. No, me and me and Sitch sat here last week and said, oh, probably not going to get a finish. The premium no. live events a few weeks away. And they delivered, and they gave us a great story with it, I thought. Yeah, like, opening promo was actually succinct for a change. Uh, it was a nice story told. You got for it. We haven't had this in a while as well. Like, Roman Reigns actually having character traits rather than just the guy that puts his finger in the air. Like, the, the, the how sinister he was about how much they used to, that hug, that great hug about, like, how much they used to need to get it done and that really, don't like... come home if you don't, basically. Yeah, all that kind of thing. For the match to go down as well as it it was earned. It was genuinely earned. They built, like, they kind of stole one with that pay-per-view. Like, oh, let's have a six-man instead. Yes. But ultimately, that was a story they did a good job of telling. The fans believed the stakes because, I mean, there was proof there. That kid was crying at the fact that yeah. RK Bro had lost. They've made a top bait. 
Randy Orton has never been more over. They've made a new top babyface in Riddle as a potential singles opponent for Roman Reigns. Not a ticket-selling one, it would seem, but mm-hmm, yeah. uh, a singles opponent nonetheless. So, I oh, very little to criticise. And I, I just, I kind of, oh I kind of think, there was a guy who, he had a sort of a charisma about him on NXT 2.0, but I forget his name, and apparently that doesn't matter anymore. But he debuted last week, and he, right on my street, I just cannot remember his name. Max Dupont. That's right, because we said he's. I mean, he's decided because his name sounds a bit French, and he used to be L A N I A. Now he's Max Dupree. We. Oui. I can get on board of that. Oui. Maximum male models. I have got to go home and tell my children that your sons, your thirty-seven-year-old dad, is spending his working day shouting "we" <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> they are nine and six. Like. Poo and we is like premium currency in their patter right now. Poo, we, farting, yeah. bums. <laughs> like absolute elite tier patter for them burping. right now. Burping. They love a good burp. Like they love the they love the ones, you know, when the burps when they when one slips out, like if me or my wife an accidental one comes out after dinner or something, that's the height of humour for about an hour. <laughs> so, what, so what they do is they do a burp. And like Josh, my youngest especially, will just like copy the phrase and just be like, oh, it just slipped out. It's like, it didn't. I saw you like leaning backwards. <laughs> 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 it just slipped out, didn't it, son? Yeah, we're all, we all know what it's like when you've like eaten a veg dinner and milk. And uh, <laughs> n- nothing worse than the milk burps. <laughs> oh, God. Room smells like margarine. I it's really, really like Max Dupree. Me too. He's so excited. Bit me is Max Dupree. Like that kind of. He's always been main roster, hasn't he? Yeah, from the moment he arrived in NXT. Definitely, definitely. Um, Murray made a good point. We were talking about Max Dupree in the office. Uh, It's like uh, Vince McMahon quite likes him, but of course he would. He likes Steve Austin and The Rock just like everybody else. (laughs) Like, how can you take Earl, A, Knight, yeah, and strip away any sort of sense of threat? It's like French male model. (laughs) Actually, that is. Rick Martel, like AWA world champion, like solid grizzled grappler. Also, yeah, also now part of SmackDown, I'm fairly certain on a technicality because he was like, "Well, Sonya Deville signed the contract." <laughs> yeah. Incompetent authority figures can't do anything ever. Just like look at the size of him. They're like manager. <laughs> yeah, is it the we're gonna have to get the uh, somebody's gonna have to get the hierarchy out? Which at this point is like one of them scrolls from like <laughs> Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones or something. Just thing goes on and on yeah. and on and on. Where like obviously Sonya Deville is no longer there, but how many deals did she put in place mm-hmm. before she became an active member of the roster? Max Dupree has basically told Postman Pierce that he's got the job, so he's there on the level. Does that put Mason Retribution somewhere up there as it well? Does, it does feel appropriate that John Laurinaitis or Bruce Pritchard are Littlefinger in all this, though. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the Littlefinger only in the figurative sense. Christ, Bruce Pritchard's hands probably like Prince Charles's. <laughs> sausage fingers. That weird sausage fingers. Uh, at, least, at least, theoretically, as far as people in his family know, we know where those hands have been. He's not one of the and this is, the, this is the last week family. you can make that joke, because next week, God Save the Queen, of course. Oh, it's the Jubilee, isn't it? Yeah, we get a four-day weekend. Can you imagine? Can you imagine how many via satellite messages are going to come from the Queen next week? Because she's definitely fine. She is, de- <laughs> she, is, she is very ready, according to via satellite updates from the palace. She's excited. Queen's a loser. Like, I tweeted this last week. Like, uh, to our American listeners, I don't think some of them realise that there is a... They're a divisive sort, the royal family. Yeah. Okay. And I, like, I, 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 I had a point. 
Uh, it's the of, one. Ahead of the football, I had half. And uh, I was like really, really, really pumped. And at Wembley, they play like, they make a big fuss of your teams. They make it feel like it's your day in your stadium. They put your club's badges all over. Usually is if you're Chesterfield. <laughs> well, yeah, I've never experienced that end of it. <laughs> like, it's all it's all good until final whistle. But uh, aye, so they make it your day. Like Wembley Way is decked out in your team's colours, all that kind of thing. And they play like your club songs from the stadium. So mm-hmm. it makes you feel like you're home away from home for the day. And like the teams come out onto the pitch, there's fireworks, there's a big version of the trophy. And then the fucking national anthem comes on. <laughs> uh, it's like, well, like, I'm not going to like go into more detail than this, but let's just say, me personally, not speaking on behalf of what culture or any, no. or you or the daddy boys or whatever or anybody else, I have two fundamental problems with the national anthem called God Save the Queen. <laughs> I won't go into any more detail yeah. than that, but I was just, I had that off and I was like, Queen's lose it. Well, from royalty, comma, space. Right, and then there was like a couple of replies there. Uh, I was like, it's, it's more right than you think of it. <laughs> uh, sorry, from, sorry. From sorry. royalty to the king of all of WWE, Roman Reigns and the Bloodline, we the ones. Uh, what's next for them? Uh, we are being told that Roman Reigns is set to address the WWE universe, survey his kingdom. He smashed everybody, of course. Mm. And now the Bloodline are unified tag champs as well, although they did lose on Monday Night Raw. Nothing, apparently, because he's not working hell in a cell. No. He's just found out he's got money in the bank off. He's <laughs> not on the poster, is he? No. He's put, he's put in annual leave for that as soon as it's moved to the MGM Grand. It's not a stadium, is it? Yeah, yeah. City of SummerSlam. It's, mm, the Riddle promo on Raw certainly felt like that was where we were headed, didn't it? Mm. Like the, he, Great promo, I thought. Really, really strong. Um, absorbed the blows of the beatdown on last week's SmackDown. Paid tribute to Randy Orton. I love the idea of Randy Orton. Next, Sasha and Naomi a little bit. Yeah, that was cruel. Like, working her stuff was cool because it, like, I wish it didn't have the subtext of the Sasha and Naomi thing because it actually puts over RK Bro even more so in defeat. Because Riddle got the dreaded X on last week's SmackDown, didn't he? Yeah, like, the the idea that they have gutted their way through this physical feud with the bloodline and maybe would have got them had they been working at full strength and they didn't tell us that beforehand because they didn't want it to be an excuse. It's all really good babyface stuff. Certainly feels like it's priming Riddle for Roman. Uh, but then they did the prime Nakamura for Roman one week as well, and nothing yeah. came of that. These are... I, I think they could have got a stadium match out of Riddle and Roman now, but they might, with potentially not having to f- worry about that with Money in the Bank, they might want to hold off on that. Maybe. Vid- Riddle face Roman at Money in the Bank, lose, get brutalised, Randy on comes back, there's your SummerSlam main event, basically. Is it possible that Roman this week, knowing... WWE knowing what everybody already knows about Roman Reigns, about his reduced schedule, about how every house show now he's kind of doing the speech at the end where he's like, I might not be back here because you know, I, I don't work these days anymore. You're going to see me on the big shows. Is he going to fold that into kayfabe this week and say, last week was the completion of a project. I've got everything I came for out of this. I got both belts. The bloodline have got all the belts. And Jimmy and Jay are going to do my bidding for me as I knew they could do. He's going to put himself over yeah, for their yeah, achievements yeah. and then say, kind of what we discussed post WrestleMania, this idea that he folds, that he kind of like blends into the background in that kind of Brock Lesnar figure where his shadow is looming, even if he is not. I'm off to get my knob out on the island of <laughs> yeah, I, He loves it over there, doesn't he? Windmilling on a desert island. <laughs> desert island dicks. Hey, that could be, that could be his podcast. But yeah, he just sort of um, says that he's going to step away because he feels like he's achieved everything he needs to. And then that allows a couple of the baby faces on SmackDown, two things here, it allows a couple of the baby faces on SmackDown, should Riddle return there, or Nakamura, it'll be like, we know why you're going, it's because you're a coward, it's because you don't actually want the challenge, and they can cut the promos without Roman being there. And, without having asked permission, 
Sami Zayn can assume the role as the yes. default leader of the bloodline. He can suggest... I think he left early, but Roman probably would have asked me to take, take charge with him. <laughs> Paul Heyman and he says, like, what, mate? And he, he doesn't speak for us. You know, they abandoned him on Raw, that kind of thing. But Sammy like Zane, if he wets his hair every night before he comes out, slicks it back. Sami Zayn doing his version of the Roman Reign entrance one week, the slow motion thing, but to just, like, his... Like, his theme's crap at the moment. It is, yeah. Like, imagine if they just, like, reduce, like, play it on YouTube, but play it at half speed or 0.25 speed. Oh... <laughs> oh, 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 oh. We eat the ones. The oh, 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 oh. I love it. <laughs> Slow motion skanks. <laughs> uh, arms very slowly as he skanks. But yeah, he assumes like leader of the bloodline, but the Usos don't even come with him. <laughs> right. I know they're back there if I need them, that sort of thing. <laughs> He's got the two toy belts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Roman tries to take himself away, but baby faces won't take his name out of their mouths while he's gone. Mm-hmm. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, speaking of potential challengers, uh, I want to mention the Street Profits, actually, because they may, may well show up tonight. Who knows? It's, well, the uh, the WWE, what is it called? It's not the draft. What am I on about? The split brands era. Mm. It's got brand split. That's the, I've got, got the words in the right way around eventually. Yeah. The brand split is over, basically. So why not have the Street Profits, who beat the Usos alongside Riddle on Raw, potentially put up a challenge? But also, when you talk about the fact that Drew McIntyre is back after doing a lot of press and uh, and all that sort of thing for Clash at the Castle. Yeah, they're doing the um, they're doing the post-show, aren't they? At Clash at the Castle, is that right? There's like a big event happening in the daytime, mm. Clash near the castle, and then WWE <laughs> d- good enough to Indeed. do like, It's like a Raw talk sort of thing they're yeah, doing yeah, after yeah. the fact. That's good of them. Sending the fans home happy. Yeah, that kind of thing. Drew, Drew's the guy for that show, isn't he? Yeah. Drew's the guy for Clash at the Castle. So he's called his shot as well. On yeah. What What do you do with Drew in the meantime? The answer is not comedy, but I feel like that's where they'll end up. If anything, if we've learned anything from months and months and months of him feuding with Baron Corbin, and then before that, Jinder Mahal and the like, and to a lesser, Sami Zayn. To a lesser extent, Sami Zayn, yeah. It's that... He is not a character that you can keep on ice with comedy. No. You know, he's not somebody that, albeit he was a pretty good game show host when he was world champion, he could do the convivial, I am a laugh now, stuff when he's actually got the belt over his shoulder because that belt means that he's got to have a fight and when the fight comes, he gets serious and he wins and he backs up his backs up his laughs in the ring. But when the fights are so low stakes and when the feeds are so meaningless, it just makes him feel reduced in stature. Mm. I think he could, so you're going to have a follow-up question of, oh, who is it then? 
I don't know, because nobody on SmackDown feels... Mate, I'm looking at the roster, I'm struggling here. He needs a stature-enhancing rivalry. He needs something emotional. And all I can really think of between now and SummerSlam is his quest to win money in the bank. Like Roman Reigns saying, well, ah, you're on the poster. Yes, you can pretend that you talked Clash of the Castle into existence. But I'm the one that made this show happen, not you. And what makes you think that you've got a right, a divine right to face me in Wales just because you were born a few hundred miles up the road in Scotland? Scotland, Drew, is an island of irrelevancy. Ooh. So you've got no place for it. So Drew then, well, maybe I'll just win money in the bank. If I'm going to call a shot, I'll call my shot for there. And that becomes his little, yeah. little you know, like his, he, Hell in a Cell is going to be pretty relevant for him too. So it's okay for him to look past next Sunday and towards God, it is Money next in the bank. Sunday, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like Money in the Bank's in July. So it's reasonable enough for him to sort of be looking towards that as fair point. If I'm going to get my shot, it's going to be this way. And I'm going to win a case, but I'm not going to cash it in. I'm not going to back jump here. It's going to be this day, this time, and that's what I'm going to use the case for. But that means Sami Zayn can't win the briefcase. Or Pat McAfee. Oh. Or more like really exciting, creative. Answers. Yeah, anyone can get a title shot. The money in the bank's really useful sometimes. Yeah. It's a bit, well, uh, it's a bit like Seth Rollins wrestling eight matches to try and get in the WrestleMania card, losing them all, and then Vince like, i got trouble for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a quick break. They kind of just make it up as they go along. Indeed. Uh, but yeah, Street Profits potentially on the docket oh, yeah. for the Usos too. Yeah, definitely. The unification, unlike Roman winning the belts, and then them thinking, oh, what do we do now? Like the unification of the tag belts probably just means the as you said about the end of the brand split, the first way to have the rosters become more fluid is with the tag division because Raw's tag division has been pretty great and SmackDown's been pretty lame. Mm. So start porting over some of them teams. The Street Profits can have a go now. The Alpha Academy could have a go down the line. Um, there's just ways in which now you can use the fact that the Usos have got both sets of belts to just flip between shows as and when. Mm. Like the Street Profits coming to SmackDown, having just forged an alliance with Riddle is quite neat and tidy, isn't it? Give them blue cups as well. It's really easy. Yeah, they've done blue cups before. Come they, on. Was it the, um, they, used to, they were on SmackDown for yeah, a yeah, yeah. They jumped and then jumped back, didn't they? Yeah, so I like it. And if not them coming to SmackDown... Didn't they have to swap the tag belts? Of course, they were the ones that swapped them with the New Day, weren't they? I'm glad we won't have to go through with that anymore. Yeah, I, I don't know. I Street Profit Details feels good. Uh, sticking with the topic of uh, title challenges, we had uh, Gunther murdering Drew Gulak again last week mm-hmm. on SmackDown. Still what makes it enjoyable to watch, though, and Ludwig Kaiser conducting at ringside is a joy as well. Uh, but who should come to uh, Drew Gulak's aid when he was just getting beaten down post-match than Intercontinental Champion Ricochet? Now, I said this to Sidge. I'm going to parrot it again here. When we get to the ninth rematch of this, I'm going to be rolling my eyes. But on paper, Ricochet versus Gunther, an all-WCPW clash... <laughs> Yes, please. The Defiant Derby. <laughs> it's uh, not what I imagine anybody thought Ricochet versus then Walter would look like, nope. say, five years ago. But here we are. Um, yeah, this is pretty good. This is the best. Maybe of... even put the Intercontinental Championship on pay-per-view. Well, imagine that. Imagine, like, I would like to see a tweet with a stat on of when that last occurred, <laughs> if you've got one to hand. But um, I, it's probably not what... A lot of their fans would have imagined this would have one day looked like. I, it's funny to me to imagine Gunther 
cutting the I'm going to bring the prestige of the belt back promo. <laughs> like Gunther revealing that he was a massive Mr. Perfect fan and he wants to do what Ricochet and everybody else and Dolph Ziggler and the Miz have failed to do, which is be the next Bret Hart and Shawn. Maybe Shawn Michaels, maybe that's why he's gone for the red and black. <laughs> maybe, maybe, and look, he's like wanting to get all trim and buff, isn't he? Maybe he is just a sexy boy. Yeah. He's just your boy toy. <laughs> Aye. Um, Gunther dancing. <laughs> I want Gunther to be a sexy boy. And that can be what Ludwig Kaiser's conducting. Yeah. He's just a sexy boy. And he's like, mm-hmm. Gunther, like, instead of the big jacket. Imagine Gunther being the Shawn Michaels to Ludwig Kaiser's diesel as oh well. Oh, my God. You know how to get me. You know how to get me. Like, the jacket suddenly starts adding a few mirrors and crosses Ooh. and things like that. And it gets a bit shorter. And he shimmies it off when he gets into the ring. Gunther in booty shorts. Oh. Hello. Hello there. As a guest referee. I, mm, I like this. No, it's Gunther... He's so handsome, isn't he? That's the thing about Gunther. Yeah. Say what you want about his body. What a handsome face. What a handsome, <laughs> handsome face. Just I thought we'd just say what you want about his amazingly transformed body, but yeah. also what about his face? What about his gorgeous face? Like, not enough people are talking about, like, just how good-looking someone like what. And it's the thing is about Gunther, it's not just how good-looking he is, it's about that kind of facial structure. It's about that sort of jawline. It's about that sort of <laughs> ridge head. I tell you the other day. Uh, apologies, I can't remember who he's dating at the moment, but for whatever reason, it popped up on my Twitter feed. Uh-huh. And I just showed it to Anne Louise and went, oh, it's nice to see my pamphlet and his wife out for a drink, isn't it? <laughs> and she just went, oh. She went, she's, uh, she could tell something was wrong and something was going on here. But for a while, she was fooled. <laughs> you got her. I come from Rick Schiff, the Intercontinental title. Fine. Absolutely. Fine, yeah. It's going to look weird. going to be fun. Now, normally at this point, I crowbar a game in mm. to our preview. No need for that. Okay. Um, I know you're thinking, you know, you've been away for a bit. You know, um, <laughs> what of the new day and Foynoit, you know, Shane yeah, Butch, Butch, now, Butch moved on to. Um, no, this this fight must continue. The fans are fed up a bit. They thought it was finished at um, WrestleMania, but WWE said, We're going to do it anyway. <laughs> We're going to do it anyway. Go on. We're going to do it anyway. But now, with E still recovering, and our thoughts uh, from all of us at What Culture obviously go to uh, to Big E as he as he gets over that awful injury. Yeah, and uh, oh god, I can't wait for him to come back. But the new day are missing a member. Kofi is back this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xavier said as much after backwoodsing yeah. Butch once again. Uh, so they're going to have a mystery partner versus Sheamus, Ridge, Bloody Holland, and Butch. Which you know what that means. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, uh, genuinely, do you have a suggestion as to who it might be in reality? Or are we just going to go straight to the game? Anyone that can get on top of and calm down Pete Dunne in his current role as Butch, Tony Khan. <laughs> okay. Well, I've, I've just seen things on flags that suggest to me that he could be the could certainly out wrestle Butch. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, because I have no idea I, who I, they're going to bring just, in. I, it may well be a legend, to be honest. It feels like. I mean, unless it's uh, Drew. On, unless on, it's right. Drew. Oh, God, it's going to be Drew, isn't it? I was just going to ask, is it a legend? Because you want it to be a legend for the list that we're going to consult. Well, yeah, that. But also, I can't see who else on the roster. I was yeah. just looking there for an opponent for Drew, and I got what about if Before we do the game, we're going to do the game, right? Yeah. Oh, thank God. What about if it was Tyler Beard? Oh, 
Oh, I'd like that. Yeah. I mean, he's been he's needing to go onto the main roster for a long old time now, in my opinion. He's got these, so good. He's got these, like, uh, these replica type. I think they're called the NXT UK. <laughs> I think they must have got them made by High Spots or something. But he carries around one of them. But, yeah, what about, like, you know, somebody from Butch's past? You can really take him for a walk. I, I don't know, dog stuff. <laughs> I don't so, I like Butch. I do. I was watching, you saw me catching up on SmackDown a little bit. And the bit when he jumps Woods from off screen, when Woods is distracted by the other two, and it's like, you've forgotten about our dog. <laughs> Here he comes. He ran off into the stands for no reason. Please, I, I'm a little bit scared of dogs. we discussed this before. Like, in the early days of the Wednesday Night War, it was being used by the most blatant of the early days, primitive AW sexuals, to mobilize their assault on me, where he's, he likes NXT just as much as he likes 2019 AW. He doesn't like dogs. He's, <laughs> he's bad news at Hamlet. It's not so much don't like him. I'm a little bit frightened of him. But then you see Butch on screen, and I just feel heard. I just, I just feel spoken to because yeah. I would too be worried about like if Butch is walking on one side of the road, I'm crossing the road. Especially, absolutely, especially when like where around near where I live, right? At least for the most part, they clean up the shit. But mm. like, there's too much dogs not walking on leads, Ooh. and it's like, oh yeah, like your yeah, dog's really friendly, but like. He invades, or she, invades my personal space. Like, See, I'm the opposite. You want dogs off the lead? I, I'd run up to any dog. <laughs> take it off its <laughs> lead. Run up to any person. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You sort of do that. <laughs> yeah. The band down. <laughs> I did get a look at a looked at once, though, in Nottingham. Because in Newcastle, like in Gateshead, mm. walk around the Saltwell Park, Yeah, and dogs just come up to you, and I'm like, oh, this is the best. This is the best. This is why I love walking around the park on a Sunday. Dogs come up to you, pet them. Make a new friend every five minutes or whatever. Scare me, man. Right, walking around Nottingham, someone had a dog. I went up to it and was like, hello, mate. Like, no, it didn't come up to me. I went up to it. Yeah. And they were just like, what the hell's this? What's going on here? So I think it's different in different parts of this country. A, a, a dog comes near me. I'm like, I can, I can feel it by my throat. Like, I just I f- I cut 15 seconds ahead and it's like in a trained attack dog. <laughs> it's, got, it's not a ball in its mouth. It's my Adam's apple. Uh, right, so I have the WWE alumni page Let's open go. up in front of me. I'm scrolling really, really badly yep. wrong this week. Really I'm badly scrolling wrong. through it. Uh, when you already tell me to stop and give me a number between one and four, and this officially is our pick for the New Day's mystery partner against Void Noid. We will do our best for Xavier and Kofi. Stop. Okay. It's a two-day. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. As I was scrolling there, you nearly picked Road Dog. <laughs> but who you actually picked, well, I'll tell you, if you'd have said four, you'd mm-hmm. have had Rezar from the Authors of Pain. Yeah, I mean, speaking of Nottingham. Mm. <laughs> if you'd have picked three, you'd yeah. have had Renee Young. wonder what she's up to nowadays. I, I, I think she's she a really good podcast. It's not as good as this one, but she does a really good one. Solid numbers. Yeah. Number one would have been Runjin Singh, mm-hmm. who managed the great Carly. So, so you know, yeah. But <laughs> hang on, I want to picture. This, I want you to close your eyes and picture this person in New Day's gear, like falling out of a box of bootyos or any unicorn. Runjin Singh mm-hmm. and Rene. So it's B three. It can't be B. Rah. Rah. Can't be Rene. Not Rene Goulet. No. The old agent. Or Rene Dupree. Rene, du- Rene Dupree. Uh, they just call him Rene now, wouldn't they? Yeah. R- nah, gone. Shut your eyes. Got it. New Day gear. Mm-hmm. 
outrageous colours, unicorn horn, yeah. booty-o's, boot, dancing with their bum. <laughs> right. Raven. <laughs> dancing with their bum. You've got an animal in your corner. Well, we've got a bird. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it's all WWE music. It was... Raven. There's just be like random bird noises scattered in throughout. It's like foot rock. Like and they were like, oh, how people know it's going to be ricochet? <laughs> yeah. What if a bullet ricochets? I love that like, that old story, that brilliant old classic story that I believe Raven himself revealed in shooting it yeah. for the first time. Vince McMahon storming in. Who the f*** hired Raven? <laughs> when, he, when he sees him backstage for the first time and Jim Ross has got to like sheepishly put up his hand. That would make me laugh. It's really good. Right there. And then it's like, how, how are they going to know? Quote the Raven Nevermore. That's that's from literature, isn't it? They'll <laughs> never get that. How are we going to know about this figure from Edgar Allan who? <laughs> no, 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 no. Bird. <laughs> that's an idea. That's a thing. Riddle. Edgar Allan Bird. <laughs> I'm having a go at this game. I've shut my eyes. Yeah. Stop. Four. <laughs> <laughs> well, reload that one. Not doing that one. <laughs> oh, God. All right. They're fine. Yeah. I just hate them. All oh, right, yeah, fine. Uh, and uh, they don't even deserve to have their name mentioned. Wow, all right. They are, st- you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, certainly not wrestling in WWE anymore, and that's a good thing. Good. I'm going to pick two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, but you're not looking at them. You know why? Because all your eyes on, all your eyes are on Christy Hemi. <laughs> <laughs> When he said all eyes, I thought you were going to say Candice Michelle. Oh. All eyes on Oh, that's me. what I'm thinking of. Yeah, sorry. Uh, 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 uh. Christy, I forgot about Chris. Christy Hemi's the one who <laughs> Mr. Kennedy shouted in the ear of on TNA, isn't she? Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> Anderson. She sat on a... I Christy Hemi. Farted on a cake once. Fever search. <laughs> We've probably done it in the five-star review. Check the archives of Kid Chris's spreadsheet. If we haven't done her sitting on a cake, we've definitely done the... This the diva. Christy, you need to learn how to lick a pie. It's like, ooh. Carmella, you dump. Boop, 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 yeah. boop, 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 boop. Gap you can fit a truck through. Boop, 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 boop. That's going to be one. Christy Hemi or Raven. Your choice, saviour. <laughs> Over to you, mate. Um, let us know you. Do you know what, as well? If it was Raven, like, they could, because it's a new day, Raven could come out dressed as, like, our version of Raven, they could pick like a couple of different Raven looks. Yeah, so like or, they did that once, didn't they, for like NWO or something? Yeah, didn't they? Uh-huh. Um, oh, it was. Um, I tell you one that one of the times they did it as well. It was one of the Halloween ones where I think they did like was it Charles Wright's gimmicks? Maybe. So it was yeah, like, there was like a Papa Shango, yes. and a Godfather or something like that, you know. And they've like they've, they've had some fun with Halloween. So there could be three Ravens, Raven and his flock. This is better than what they're going to come out with. Yeah, it's going to be. Like, it's going to be actual current main event of Drew McIntyre. And who wants that when you can have a retired 50-odd-year-old? <laughs> exactly. From the past. Well, let us know your thoughts ahead of SmackDown tonight on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from uh, for daily wrestling podcasts. You can also let us know your thoughts on Twitter. Uh, we can tweet both of us. You can follow Michael Hamflitz at... I love um, Raven, but if you ever see him, like, pictures of him now, everybody gets old, me included. Like, he kind of looks like Arn Anderson if he got into grunge. 
Uh, at Michael Hamflet. You can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. Uh, we'll be back later on today with the uh, Rampage preview and WrestleCulture with a hashtag bloody good quiz. But for now, this has been the SmackDown preview. My thanks to Michael Hamflet. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.